This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. There's a code I live by. There is? It goes like this. Sometimes the ride can be more exciting than the destination. Oh, yeah. That I wish that like had you. been my yearbook quote. I wish it had been. <laughs> Instead, my quote was, please don't hit me. No. Hey. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm bringing up all this for a reason. The 2024 <laughs> Nissan Pathfinder can take you from muddy jungle paths to rolling sand dunes. But it's not about where you go. Don't you get it? In a Pathfinder, the real excitement comes from getting there. Yeah. It's the journey, man. Chase bigger adventures with Pathfinder. Seven drive modes and available intelligent four-wheel drive. Seven drive modes. That's a lot of drive modes. Well, it's specifically seven, yeah. Yeah. And bring the fun with you with Pathfinder's 6,000 pounds of towing capacity. And I love to tow. 6,000 pounds. What? Visit. I like to tow stuff. But you don't tow anything. Yes, I do. I'm going to buy a boat tomorrow and tow it. <laughs> I'll never put it in the water, but I'll tow it and I'll use it. I'll tow it in my Pathfinder. Hey, visit <laughs> NissanUSA.com to learn more. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capacity varies by configuration. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for additional information. Always secure cargo. You got to secure cargo. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, hey. Forrest. <laughs> Welcome. Meet Conan and Sona. Hi. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, Forrest. How are you? Very good. Very good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, let me explain to our listeners right now. I'm looking at a strapping young man with a full beard and a lumberjack shirt. You look like you uh, just walked Babe the Blue Ox through the forest. <laughs> After felling 35 trees, and you're about to eat uh, a stack of hoe cakes a mile high. Man, you where are you right now? So uh, I live in Maine. So all of that. Of course you live. Oh, of wow. course you live in that Maine. That was all completely true. I've had oxen. So, I mean, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. please. I had oxen. This I had oxen sausage for breakfast. <laughs> yes, I've also consumed oxen. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't, can't yeah, do that with a horse. Uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. I, I try not to go a meal without having oxen. Yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying to cut back, um, but you know, when people say they have a problem with oxy, I think they're talking about oxen, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yeah, me too. I have I have it almost three times a day, and then they're like, hey man, I thought I was bad, and it gets very confusing. It's like an episode of Three's <laughs> Company. It's a big misunderstanding, uh, but then we get it straightened out that they're terrible addicts, and I just like consuming oxen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Forrest. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You seem like an interesting fellow. So, uh, yeah. So I live in Maine. I've always lived in Maine. Uh, I don't get out much. And uh, 
I have you ever left the state of Maine? I have. Yeah, I uh, recently got married and uh, we went on a honeymoon. We went oh. out west. Congratulations! And, uh, It'd be great if you went to a honeymoon to Vermont. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I consider Vermont way out west. <laughs> You're like. Should we do it, honey? Yeah, let's do let's it. Commit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Round up the wagons. Uh, get babe. This Mount is up the yes. This is too crazy. I can't yeah. handle We're it. Gonna, run, run away. We're gonna take the to covered Maine. wagon. We're really gonna, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so where did you go on your honeymoon? We went out. Uh, we started in Denver, and then we rented an RV and went all around. We went out to Yellowstone and 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 That's down cool. to Moab, and yeah. So that was like the first time I'd ever seen anything other than uh, very much Maine climate. So large black flies. Yes. And uh, really crappy yard sales. Yes, um, we have those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trust yeah. me. Uh, I've driven through Maine and everyone acts like you want a piece of uh, <laughs> a flatware made of tin that I got six years ago. At a yeah. Gas I know what I have. Like, I know good. what I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't trick me. I know this is worth a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Rubik's cube with half the squares missing. <laughs> yeah, you can't get there from here. No, no sir. Um, uh, so besides going to your summer camps, though, uh, do you have any other memories of Maine? I, I know you got uh, tanned to death in, in a canoe, but other than that, oh, good for you for listening. Thank you. Yes, I did. Uh, as a as a young man, a lad, as a child. I was uh, put into a canoe. This sounds like a punishment, <laughs> but I was I was put into an aluminum canoe. And I, back then, everybody wore short, short shorts. Everybody. I mean, there was no such thing as long shorts, and there was no such thing as sunscreen. So I was put into an aluminum canoe uh, with shorts that exposed most of my penis. <laughs> and then uh, I was set adrift on the Saco River oh, for three I, days. I'm originally from Saco, so that's where that feeds out. Okay, there yeah. you go. So I was put on the Saco River, and um, I don't know if you can understand this, but when you bake a potato, you wrap it in <laughs> aluminum so that the heat is forced back down into the potato. Yeah. Uh, I was a wrapped potato in foil. I was put into an <laughs> aluminum canoe, and uh, it was very, there was no clouds. And for three days, I sizzled and cooked. I remember thinking, who's cooking ham? And uh, it was me that was cooking. <laughs> when the trip was over, everybody jumped out of the canoe, and I tried to get out of the canoe, and I couldn't. And they had oh. to pick me up and pull me out of the canoe. Oh. And Wait, then I was had it the because you couldn't move because of the pain, or were you like melted to the aluminum? I, I wish it was, it would be more dramatic to say it was the second, but no, it was because I couldn't move. And then uh, they put me in a corner, they set up their tents and had a really good time and ate s'mores. And I just shivered for, I think, two nights. And then they took me, uh, I think they took me to an emergency room where, uh, and then uh, my, I blistered so much that giant sheets of leg skin came off, Oof. which I wish I had kept. I'd sell them right now on eBay yeah. as you can have... You can have Conan's legs because it's all one piece. They're like socks. Like, as like a shower curtain? Yeah. No, no, no. It's two full socks that came off oh. in whole pieces. Ew. It's like uh, lederhosen made of Conan's freckled flesh that's been hooked. Oh. <laughs> and you, you think people want that? Oh, I think that would go for – I'm going to be – I'm going to be conservative and say it would go for $1.6 million. <laughs> hey, he knows what he has, all right? Thank yeah. you. Thank uh, you. Forrest. Yeah, cancer. Don't encourage yeah. it. Okay, Forrest, please, let's – you got me off on a tangent, and I blame you. <laughs> Is that you. your only memory and, in Maine, though? Is that all you've done? Uh, no, I also uh, – we went to – oh, my God, Forrest is great at interviewing me. I this know. is a very strong memory. We once stayed at an inn up there on a lake – 
And my father, being an incredibly unwise and unsavvy businessman, said, you know what's pretty cool at this inn? That Ford station wagon they've got with fake wood siding <laughs> that says uh, Pine, some, Pine Manor Inn. And he said, I think we should try and buy that car that has only 75,000 miles on it. <laughs> and I bet, and I'll drive a hard bargain because I'm a microbiologist who never goes outside <laughs> and I know how to deal with these rubes. Yeah. So anyway, they sold him an overpriced used uh, uh, car and that's the station wagon that I had to learn to drive on and it said Pine Manor Inn on the side <laughs> and had a painting of a uh, of a pine tree and that's the car I was driving around trying to scope out the chicks with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would work in Maine. I mean, the, oh man, that wood siding. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is there was a, I think a, a food shelter in Boston called Pine Street Inn. And my mother, who always wanted us to be, you know, like, we're the O'Briens, a dignified family that, that has the highest standards. And um, we're driving around and everybody kept saying, oh, you guys work for the, sh for the food shelter. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was the car that ensured I was a virgin until I was 38 years old. Your dad uh, knew what he was doing. Yeah, my dad, my dad, he was like, I can buy him condoms or I can make him drive this car. <laughs> well, there's plenty more so, to do in Maine. So you should definitely come back. I mean, it's cold and I know you like that. And uh, there's craft mm. brews, which I know would get Matt and um, yeah. they legalized weed. So I know they'd get Sona. Um, oh, man. You know us so well. I do, yeah. I do. You know what, Forrest, uh, you seem, uh, I like you. You're a very funny fellow. You seem like a, a sharp guy. Tell us what you do. What is your profession? So I am a mechanical design engineer. And I design tanks of various types, not tanks, not like tanks like that, like, like the puke, puke kind, like not the, not the water tanks or, or fuel tanks, but like, like a Sherman. Yes. Tank. With like tracks and they, and so we have, what wow. are you talking about? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You design what? military grade tanks. So some are military and then some are, uh, commercial. So the commercial, what? the commercial Who ones buy are a commercial. Wait what? a minute. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Okay. First of all, uh, I I am fascinated by tanks. Uh, I am a military history buff. Uh, I actually have a favorite tank from history. What is that? I don't know if you do. Oh, uh, mine is the uh, Russian T thirty four. Okay. Nice. That uh, I like that tank because that tank really saved Russia and kicked the Nazis' asses. And they never saw that tank coming. They had contempt for the Soviet Union. They thought we're just going to roll in there. And uh, these people are beneath us, and we have our cool German tiger tanks. And suddenly, uh, the Russians show up with this amazing tank that's technologically very simple, but just wouldn't break down, and uh, and the German shells couldn't pierce it. So I think the T thirty four is one of the most heroic tanks in history. Yeah, I think it's it helped save the world. Well, there's yeah. something definitely to be said for simplicity. I mean, it's the the pinnacle of design is not when, you know, what's left to add, but it's what it, what can you take away? When there's nothing left to take away, then you've hit it. There are famous stories of uh, the Soviet uh, crews that the Russian crews that had to work the T-34. There was a giant uh, stick, like an iron stick, uh, you know, an iron shaft that was pretty much what made it go forward, backwards, sideways. And it was so hard to maneuver that the the 
the guy and the crew that maneuvered it had a giant wooden mallet and would just bash it to the left, bash it to the right, bash it forward, bash it backwards. And that is how they operate the tank. But it worked. The thing wouldn't break down. Well, I'll have to uh, take that for inspiration because that sounds pretty foolproof. Yeah, yeah, please uh, check out. The, <laughs> and this is, I'm going to do a quick ad for the uh, Russian T-34 <laughs> tank. Uh, helped uh, de- defeat the uh, the Nazi invasion in, uh, in 1942, 41, 42, and turned the tide of World War II, in my opinion. So get yours today. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you a question, because I know I've done a lot of talking, and I... Be honest with you, I had a lot of cocaine this morning with my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it goes so well with oxen. Uh, it pairs perfectly. Oh my God. Just, oh my God. It just hits the spot. If you order oxen and you ask the sommelier to come by to ask which wine, he'll often tell you skip the wine. You should have Peruvian cocaine <laughs> finely ground. But um, so have you sold tanks to the military? So I imagine. Or- so the, the thing about tanks is now it's like in modern warfare. What purpose do they really have? And that's kind of been the, the question as of recent. So the particular ones that I've designed um, are fully unmanned robotic tanks. So you oh. sit anywhere in the world and drive this around. They're mostly for like reconnaissance. So going out and getting an idea of what's going on and kind of mapping out the landscape and then getting back. Can they fire? Do they have any munitions on they, them? They do have a turret on top, but the idea is it's a very modular platform. So you could remove that and you could just put on like a drone on the top. Or you could remove boo. boo. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, who wants to? If you have a tank and it can't fire anything, then I'm sorry, you do not have a tank. <laughs> you have you have a Hummer. You have an SUV. That's a what fancy, you have. A fancy camera. It sounds. Yeah, like. I you suppose. Put a drone can you do anything where it is like fires like a t-shirt cannon or funfetti or something like that? You, well, there is a miklik, which is like uh, a rope of C4 that it shoots out. We call it a spicy nerd's rope. And it uh, it goes out Jeez. like a quarter mile, and everything in that stretch is gone. So you're like, there might be something over there. Just sh- shoot the spicy nerds. Wait a minute, rope. I don't understand. It what? shoots it shoots a rope of of basically pure explosive. Yeah, and then it blows up everything uh, in its path. Yeah, that's nothing we make. That's just the things other people make that we could put on it. So. Oh, God. Oh. oh, no, no, no. So I know you should have no moral qualms. You're just building. It's <laughs> not my fault this happened. You're just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is worse because it's like you're enticing people to play jump rope and they pick it up and then boom, they're yeah. gone. Well, it's a good way to lure in the enemy. Um, <laughs> yeah. try, I like to put landmines on a hopscotch court. <laughs> yeah. <and> then- <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. No, no, listen, listen, I'm I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, Forrest. I really am, which is that 
I'm, I'm so intrigued by the idea. It sounds like what you're saying is that I could own a tank as a private citizen. Is that true? So not the ones that have the pew-pews on them, but you can have ones that well, have fancy let's, cameras. Let's be, let's be men about okay. this and not call them pew-pews. Let's call them... <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about... Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. None of this pew pew. Yeah, no. Uh, well, so, so so they have so there's the military ones, but then there's also um, the the luxury commercial lines. So those ones, there's no weapon, but it's got an 800 horsepower Duramax engine on it, and it's got tracks and everything like a tank. And then you're in an air ride floating cockpit, so it feels like you're in, and and like the whole cockpit is laid out with like leather interior, you know, touchscreen dash, all this stuff. So it's like you're in a super super fancy luxury car, but you have tracks and you can go anywhere. Excuse me. Do you have a brochure? Uh, there's a website. I'd like to see it's, some. I'd like to see some literature. It's called the Ripsaw. I'm, if you just go online, you search Ripsaw. Uh, I'm writing this down right now because I don't know how to go online. Ripsaw. <laughs> yeah, if you go to your local library, <laughs> Thank how do you, you expect to drive a state-of-the-art tank if you can't go online? <laughs> it feels just like a car. Oh, oh, oh. you know, Gorley. First of all, you're on my team here. You're supposed to assist. Sorry. Not I just don't down. think it's those two levers like you're used to. I think it's- Oh, you right? know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a ripsaw and I'm going to buy one uh, from Forrest and I'm going to rip out all of his fancy gadgets and I'm going to put just a, just a lever that goes forward, backwards, left and right in the middle of it. And I'm going to, that's how I'm going to drive it around. There's going to be no touch screen, no, you know, uh, uh, that's, that's just BS. like the Russian tank for me. Go back to the good stuff. Yeah. 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 Are you going to do sound effects while you drive Conan? Be like, pew, yeah. pew. Not like, pew, pew. Oh, sorry. Not that one. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, that's cool. I'm going to say copy leader, copy leader headed, you know, uh, enemy ahead and uh, swivel turret left, swivel turret left. Hurry. You know that tr- dramatic thing where both turrets, the the enemy turret started to swivel your way, and you have to swivel your yeah. turret. And who's going to fire first? Oof. Oh man, I love that. In a you know, this sounds movie. like a good uh, episode of you guys doing the sound effects. That, oh no, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Sound effects theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, oh, you're a, you're a loyal fan. I like that you listen to all this. I am very much complete nonsense. Even though, despite the fact that you clearly have incredible skills. <laughs> You're very talented and you're a useful member of society building real things. You still listen to our bullshit and I appreciate it. I do. I do. At work, especially when I first started listening to you guys, I was binge listening. And then uh, I was just getting this mood where I just wanted to do bits. And (laughs) engineers are not great for bits. And I just go around (laughs) and I just say things and they just look at me and I get nothing. But then that made me like more giddy and more excited that I was getting no reaction. I know. I know. Oh, so good. Yeah, Forrest, tell me about it. Uh, that's called living with my family. <laughs> They're not even engineers, but I do bits constantly, and there's just a deadness in their eyes. You know, <laughs> when you catch a fish just after it's died, how the light goes out of its eyes and becomes flat? Yeah. That's how my wife looks at me. Just like, well, he'll just keep doing this for a while, but then eventually he'll leave this earth. <laughs> if, I just, if I just stay still, maybe I, he'll, he'll uh, go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's like a T-Rex. If I stay still, he won't be able to, if he doesn't register movement, he'll stop doing uh, bits. Well, I am fascinated by this. I want to check out the Ripsaw. Is it legal? 
Yeah. Let's say oh, I, yeah. I got a rip saw. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. You didn't let me finish. Can I put ordnance? Can I put uh can I put some kind of military grade cannon on the top? Uh if say I lived it's if say I lived in Texas. Uh we've had requests, but for liability, we we don't outfit things. I mean, once you have it, if you decide to put, you know, stuff on it, that's kind of out of our control. Well, wait a minute. It's my constitutional right to oh. have a very powerful nuclear tipped weapon <laughs> on the on the top of my privately owned tank. That's what the founding fathers intended. Yeah, they wrote that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole thing, there's a whole other page it says see other page. <laughs> Jefferson put this in and it uh <laughs> it says should there ever be a, a tank constructed this too shall be a right of every citizen. Um oh my God. no, no, I I think wow, can you imagine so cool to have a tank. I think. Wait, so you'd be just like driving it down like Hollywood Boulevard or I don't yeah. understand. You can just drive it on the streets. Can you is imagine it, me pulling legal? up to it? Uh, no. They no. St- Where do you well, take I ha- it? I happen to know that treads tear up. Uh, well, it has something. all it's a completely rubber track. So you can drive on pavement and you can drive off pavement like it. Well, <gasps> you should be driving. But off is road. it street legal? First? Uh, it depends on the state, I think. There, there's a guy that bought one. They had it in Vegas, and it was at like an auto show. And then leaving, they're just like, "Well, this is where you drive out." And he's like, "Well, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be here, but I'll just drive down the Vegas Strip." And he had, <laughs> he had train horns and stuff, and he was just toot tooting, and uh, nobody stopped him. So I guess that means yes. <laughs> Very few people stop a tank. Yeah, who's <laughs> gonna pull you over? Yeah. Proceed. Yeah, you don't pull over a tank. You, there's nothing you can do to a tank. Yeah, I'm very interested. I'm going to check out the website. And um, what is your favorite tank in history? Do you have one? I, I, don't, I mean, pretty partial on my own. Um, so oh. so I guess. Oh, so I said in, in history, history, like it already happened. the important history. Yeah, I'm partial to my own. Conan, who's your favorite historical figure? Well, I'm partial to myself. Yes. <laughs> Would anyone be surprised if you said that, though? I mean, <laughs> no, no, and I no. thank you. They wouldn't. They wouldn't at all. I believe I'm Lincolnian in my. Uh, well, anyway, let's. Uh, do you have a question for me before we uh, before we wrap things up? Well, my question was: if if you were to have your own ripsaw, what would you? Outfit it with what kinds of features would it have? Oh, but, my God. I mean, you kind of covered that. Saw, well, I would want to simplify simplify it so it felt like, and maybe with your help, I would like to simplify the cockpit so it felt like a World War II tank. Okay. okay. And, and but still had meaning my lever still connects to all of your computerized systems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't have to. Uh, and I think you could assist me in doing that. I'd like to pretend it was a World War II tank. <laughs> I would also like there to be pretty much like a snack dispenser in the, you know, yeah. in there. I'd like to be able to be able to get those little Cheez-Its and um, peanut M&Ms. Combos. Huh? Combos. combos. Yeah. Com- yeah. I just listened to you guys talk about combos uh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Uh, we owe- and you know what? We're not getting paid a dime by combos. Yeah. And, and, and we won't be because I've questioned the authenticity of the cheese inside the combo. But uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I've noticed that it has a radioactive half-life. And uh, that's probably why I'm never going to get an ad with combos. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very curious about – I'd like it to fire something. I'm not a violent person. I mean, I don't want to cause damage or destruction, but I like the idea of having it look like a tank that has a long barrel on it. But I would like 
picking up on Gorley's suggestion, if I had a really badass tank that fired t-shirts, mm. that would be cool. Like to just, cause I would come up through the shrubbery and people would start screaming and running and I'd start firing away. And then they would notice that t-shirts that said, kiss me, I'm Irish, um, I'm with stupid. Uh, my parents went to Barbados and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. That would all start to rain yeah. down on them. But it still really and, hurts. Like you shoot them pretty hard. And they, oh yeah! Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Some people will get killed yeah. by the sheer. It's really dangerous. The sheer, the sheer force. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put. I'm going to forget. I'm going to fuck up and put the t-shirts in a brass canister. Yes. <laughs> so when that hits you going 900 miles an hour, yeah, yeah. that's going to be. And they'll be sopping be, wet. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be arrested. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I will be put away forever for murder. Yeah. But. Um, Listen, uh, Forrest, I really like you. You seem like a cool guy. And um, I do like Maine. I, I just want to put that out there at the end. I, I know that my legs were horribly burned in Maine uh, and that uh, a, a Ford panel station wagon uh, with, with Maine emblazoned on the side humiliated me as a teenager uh, <laughs> uh, and made me celibate. But all those things aside, I, I, I like your state. Uh, I like you, Forrest, and I want you to get to work on my tank. Okay. I will – now, this is really going to piss people off <laughs> when uh, I, I start trying to fund this online so that Conan can have a tank. People are going to be furious. Yeah, a you know, GoFundMe. raising money. You don't even buy it yourself. You beg for it. Just – I need you – know you, know you know when a really affluent actor says, I want to make a movie, and then they start a GoFundMe page and people get furious? Yeah. Think about what's going to happen when I start a GoFundMe page – to build a tank that shoots T-shirts. Uh, and I'm saying, hey, I'd pay myself, but I don't feel I should have to. <laughs> I know it would happen. I know it would happen. Yeah. It would get funded in about 20 minutes. <laughs> it would get funded in 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I'd have to read, uh, I don't know, 10,000 lines of pure hate uh, coming out of the internet every second. But I'd be in my tank eating uh, yeah. my combos and firing T-shirts. Yeah, for uh, charity. You're giving these T-shirts away. So it's really a charitable deed. Hey, man, I'm not doing this yeah. for myself. Okay? Yeah. The world, the world needs these T-shirts. They need hey, I'm with stupid T-shirts. They really do. Like, they need a who farted T-shirt. And I'm the one I'm the one to fire it at them at 800 yeah, miles an hour. Yeah, blasting it at their head. Uh, hey, Forrest, so cool talking to you. You're a really nice guy. And we're, we're lucky to have you... Uh, as a fan and keep doing those bits. And guess what? When people you work with aren't laughing, that means the bit is really funny and keep going. Yeah. Okay, uh, awesome. All right. Trust I'll, me. That's that's I'll my professional that opinion. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> when they're not laughing, I roll up my sleeves and I double down. Yeah, that's what you struck double down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Take care, Forrest. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye, Forrest. Bye, Bye Forrest. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been... 
a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher.